Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. I am Cynthia S. Lumberg, and I'll be your host. Today's theme, I'd like to talk about playing to your strengths. And uh, what that really means is you have to play up what your gifts and talents are, where your strengths lie, and go do that. So if you're good at, uh, let's say, photography, you're good at speaking, public speaking, you're good at teaching, you're good at uh, singing, you're good at graphic design, you're good at computer skills and math and coding, you're good at um, music production, being an audio engineer, you're good at uh, looking over contracts as a paralegal, go do that. Those are where your gifts lie. But uh, we need to play up those skills so we know to do what we're good at, what our gifts and talents are, and avoid the pitfalls of things that really are not uh, really what we should be doing. So play to your strengths. And on that, you have to really learn how to trust yourself. That's where it begins. Trust your instincts. Trust that you know what you want to do. Trust that you know what you don't want. That's important too. But uh, you have to be able to, um, in the workplace setting, and also in a family setting, say if you're a parent, um, because in a workplace setting, as a leader, and in the home, as a parent, you are the leader uh, in your home. So um, you don't want to um, control so much, control your kids. Uh, there's a point where you have to kind of let them shine. Yeah, I understand when they're really young, and of course they need the discipline and the guidance. So you are kind of the shining example for your kids. But you also have to play to their strengths. And I think we see that as they start to grow and develop and have an interest in certain areas. So try to play to their strengths. Um, so putting that, and there's a way to put that into practice. And the way to do that is you don't want to be, um, <laughs> you don't want to be the tyrant. You don't want to be like the uh, uh, controlling everything and micromanaging everything that goes in the work for the workplace and for the home. Uh, you want to have a really a good leadership style that works for everyone. And believe me, uh, you're not alone in in thinking about that and, and doing that, because nobody wants to be told what to do. Um, you know, especially if you're a, an employee, um, you know, yes, you have to, uh, you know, you have work delegated to you, but you don't want to be like so um, influenced that you're just working there and, and, you know, what you do doesn't really matter. You need to let people know that they're. Uh, ideas, their talents, their skills, those matter. And you have to really kind of honor that. And that goes also for the home um, with your kids. You have to, it uh, depends on their age. Of course, when they're very young, you have to discipline them. But as they get older and, you know, the age of reason 
around age seven or eight and older, you know, uh, and kids are maturing so much faster these days. So you want to give them, um, encourage them uh, to have to speak their mind, to say what's on their mind and and believe and believe in them. And this also uh, correlates to the work environment. You don't want to be the tyrant and just, you know, commanding and demanding everything. You want to be able to listen. You want to be able to lead uh, by example. Because when you do that, you empower. Uh, you empower people uh, by showing them um, uh, the common bond of inclusion and responsibility that they all have a voice and all of it is important. So that's exciting. That's exciting because it gives people a sense of hope and possibility for a better situation where you have uh, everyone's voice uh, counted and everyone's voice is important. So um, because everyone has potential inside of them and they're is mutual trust, and there is uh, mutual accountability. It just makes for a great learning environment. Being able to admit also when you're wrong, that's for the workplace as a leader and also around your kids. You have to show them you're human too, and you have faults and you make mistakes, but to have that humility to be able to say, yes, I made a mistake, or yes, I was wrong. Uh, but it shows that you can learn and grow. And that's just amazing to have that kind of um, support system um, for a work environment, for a home environment. So your actions, uh, do they support what your words say? That's really important. So kids are very observant. Uh, your employees are you know, watching you as a leader, um, so you need to really lead by example, and you want to have an inclusive group of people, because I think by that, as a leader, you gain, um, you know, humility and courage to say when, uh, you know, you made a mistake or you're wrong. But that also includes, though, authenticity, okay? And uh, you need to let people know that they're heard, and then you ask them, uh, what do they need? What do they need from you as a leader to uh, complete their work, you know, in a timely fashion? So you also need to be a good listener. And uh, the other important thing is that leaders serve. Leaders serve uh, people. And you have to find uh, what your purpose is, especially in, in a job setting. Um, you need to ask yourself, why is this job important to me? And why should I even care? So you need to answer those questions. And it's it's a uh, combined purpose, you know, to get the job done. It's a team effort. It's, it's a collaboration where everyone has, um, you know, uh, uh, a piece of the pie and their skill set and their ideas and their thoughts matter for the finished product or service, whatever that may be. And also, um, you have to show, I think as a leader, uh, your general and genuine authenticity of who you really truly are as a person. And that shows empathy and kindness 
and it shows that you care about people and you care about their families, you know. Um, you ask your, you know, your employees, well, how are you doing? How's your family doing? You know, it's, it's, it's just a showing of, um, of humility and kindness to be able to be sensing like that. Um, and then your employees, they have a sense of belonging and, and that feeling that no one's going to be left behind. There's a connection that happens. It's a shared purpose. It's teamwork. Um, it's the collaboration and, and knowing that it takes all of us to complete the job. And it's something that we can all be proud of. Um, so to work in an environment like that, it's just, it's wonderful. Um, we also have, uh, as a leader, you have to present and be clear about what your expectations are. And of course, the accountability, that's for both sides, from the leader to the employees. Uh, and you have to be very clear on what the goal is. So be clear, be clear on that. Like if there's a project, then there's a deadline. You have to be very clear on that. There's also about setting guidelines. You have to set the guidelines, which is the parameters of, um, you know, this is what we we can do on this project. And then also you have to set guidelines for the pitfalls when things don't go right. So how to fix that? And then very important too is having the resources. You need to know what's available to me uh, in completing this job and what do I need to get the job well done. So now that might be, you know, involving maybe more people onto the team, uh, seeking other wise advice. But uh, again, that's all very, very important. And then the other thing that's very important is having the proper attitude. Okay, um, you don't want to have the attitude that, ah, that won't work here, or, you know, be closed off and closed-minded. You need the collaboration. You need that motivation and trust to inspire people to keep them going. It's got, it'll turn out to be a win-win situation for all. And you don't want fear to step in because fear is just false evidence appearing real. And if people are fear, fearful, they won't work as much. And to get the job done, you have to be very open, very clear. But giving people the chance, I think, and the opportunity to rise up and step up to the occasion. That just gives them a sense of of um, being proud and being proud of the work that they're doing. And the other important thing is, uh, yes, there probably will be failures, but failures, I think, provide opportunities for low, uh, learning and growing and innovation to get it right the next time. So you have to see the potential in people and understanding that it's a team effort, and with diversity, you'll get closer to a win-win scenario where everyone's gifts and talents and everyone's um, ambitions and hopes and dreams are really able to shine so everyone can see that in the whole team, at home, at work, and you are just empowered to see that happen, and uh, your family's better for it, you are better for it, and the world is better for it. So on that note, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the Mind, Body, Spirit 
podcast, and I'm so grateful you were here. So it's my hope that in the process of you listening to the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast, that you really take away something from this and you learn something about yourself. And so could you please leave a rating? for the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. And if you love this one, don't forget to share it with somebody you care about. And um, make sure you subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And remember, every day is a blessing.